0: This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers.
1: Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving.
2: With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy
1: fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around.
0: Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks.
2: So, make the switch to Huggy's Little Movers today.
1: We got you, baby. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago, and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai
2: Ionic 5.
0: With up to 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles
2: ever.
1: Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ioniq 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get.
2: They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs.
0: Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals.
1: Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com
2: today to find a location near you. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want,
3: I
1: can hear him.
0: (laughs) I can hear Lance. I can hear Lance. Hey!
3: (laughs) What is this shirt? Uh, This is my I Wish I Was Still on Vacation shirt.
1: Oh man, it's really great. Tell me about your vacation because I I saw a couple of pictures. Where were you? What have you been doing?
3: Uh, Well, we went to Florida, Miami. We took the kids so they could stay with Grandma and then I took my family to Cayman Island, which was awesome. Never been. Um, and so that was really nice. But then we just got back from Italy. We had a wedding uh in Sorrento, which was oh, nice. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And so yeah. how long were the kids in Florida with grandparents?
3: Um, for five days.
1: Oh, yeah. and, and of oh. course
3: the five days that we're in Cayman, that's when they start taking their first crawl. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, really? You choose these these few days? Yeah. Oh wow. man, yeah. Wait, Lance, do you do
2: you have twins? I do. Yeah, I have a boy. Uh, oh, grow. that's Jeez. that's so great. They and they both so started crawling cute. at the same time.
3: It was crazy because uh, you know she was sitting up for a while and he wasn't doing anything, and then finally she had <laughs> no. one little crawl. And then probably 12 hours later, he was crawling because he's like, nope, I am. Yep. (laughs) You're not doing this. Not falling behind. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Well,
2: now you're entering the, a whole new stage, which is yeah, terrifying. I know. I remember being so excited for my son to crawl because it was like, progress, we you know, something new. And then entering the new stage, which was horrifying, which is suddenly everything on the ground is something they can put in their mouths and something yeah. that's going to kill them. And I was like I constantly know. aware of like that little toy, we gotta clean that up, we gotta pick that up, or they're gonna put that in their mouth. It's I mean, terrifying. why Why do
3: babies always have, to, the first thing they do is want to eat it, no yes. matter what it is, if it's a doorknob, whatever. It's
2: survival, it's like, man. They got to keep eating. <laughs> now, every week, you are all
0: just selling this parenthood thing. I, I can't <laughs> wait to start. <laughs> this sounds amazing. Wow. Uh,
1: yeah. well, I do. I do want to properly introduce our guest, but I should also properly introduce our show. <laughs> Welcome to Pod Meets World. I'm Danielle Fishel. I'm Ryder Strong.
0: And I'm Will Friedle.
1: And I'm so excited about our guest today. You know who he is because he was in the nineties most popular boy band. And yes, I said it. Yes, I'm, I'm sticking with it. There is no argument. Boy, in sync is the most popular boy band. I would, I would throw it down. Uh, and I know him better as being truly my first real love. And his name is Lance Bass. Welcome to the podcast.
3: Uh, thanks for having me, guys. I'm so excited. I've been listening to your shows. It is brought back so many great memories.
1: <laughs> uh, I actually I do you visited our set a couple times. Mm-hmm. Do you have any specific memories of, of being on set?
3: Uh, you know, I was just like really cool, you know. You know. <laughs> I was so you no, know, I was so intimidated because you know, that's a whole different world from the music industry. So being on a set for the first time was your set. Um, just seeing how everything moved was Incredible. Um, and I was also kind of jealous because y'all really had so much fun uh, with what y'all did, too. So I was like, God, this would be such a fun show to be part of.
1: I mean, I didn't ever get the vibe that the NSYNC guys weren't having fun.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. We did have a blast. But, yeah. <laughs> but now, wait,
2: am I remembering correctly that you guys came? for a special that there that was where everybody first met and i yeah, actually the T- wasn't there The TGIF I was out of bumps town. right
0: we did that yeah, they- like live tgif show thing yeah
3: exactly it was uh yeah tgif um which i was super excited to you know meet everyone i think mary kate and ashley just premiered their show that night also uh it was uh yeah it was a good time but I was so nervous to meet this one right here, Danielle. Because, you know, I have the biggest crush on her. <laughs> like, wait
1: oh I goodness. actually we've we've been talking a lot about our our story because um podcast exclusive, Lance and I are actually working on a movie about our Love story and about our, our prom experience. For those oh, wow. who don't know, I, I dated Lance for a year, about a year, um, while I was on Boy Meets World and it was my senior year and Lance came with me to my high school prom, my Calabasas High School prom. He was my date. And, in the talking about this and us working on the movie which Lauren Lapkus and Mary Hollander writing it's it, it, he's mentioned that he had a crush on me which i di- i truthfully did not know, know going into meeting Lance so the way this TGIF thing was happening is basically we were doing like a live night the shows of course were already taped and those were those were going to just be played on the air the way they normally would but in between the shows they were going live to this Cool spot where they were, we were gonna, someone was gonna be hosting it. That person was kind of me and they wanted to have a popular band play. And I remember people from ABC coming to me and saying, Okay, Danielle, as one of the only, you know, only girls on this show, who do you, who would you love to see? And they kind of presented me the option, Would you like Backstreet Boys or In Sync? And I was like, Definitely get In Sync. And they did. And then I was oh, so. And then I, so I was the reason they were like, all right, we'll go after NSYNC. And then they asked NSYNC to do it. And Lance and Justin and Joey and Chris and JC all showed up. And it was this like big buzzing night. And, and I got to kind of host it and talk to them and interview them. And, and we did these little interstitials in between the shows. So that's <laughs> the night we met. So did you watch Boy Meets World, Lance?
3: Um, I've seen a few episodes for sure. Uh, because again, I mean, I had a crush on you and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So
0: nice. <laughs> Sarah, I Michelle Gellar. Yes.
3: You
0: know what I remember about that night of the TGIF live show? I remember you all coming out with your band and you kept rehearsing the same song. And by the third time, right before the song started, you went, all right, here's the song again. Sorry. Yeah, and then the the song started.
3: Yeah, and imagine how many times we've had to do that before. Then I remember that night. I mean, the only thing that I was in my mind that night was to try to get your number. Like, I didn't know how I was gonna get the number. Wow. god, I need to get her number somehow. So, yeah.
1: Well, and the way he got my phone number that night, this whole, my whole meeting with Lance was very much like, it felt like the, it felt like a movie, which is part of the reason why we're going to turn it into a movie. But I remember all night talking to them. And again, when you're a kid, you kind of get sectioned off based on how old you are. You know, like you gravitate to the people that are the same age as you. And Lance and Justin were the two youngest. And I was one of the youngest of all of the people that were there. And so Lance and Justin and I spent the most amount of time talking to each other. And I remember thinking like, hmm, I wonder if, you know, this is going well with Lance. I wonder if he's going to try to get my number at the end of this, or I wonder what's going to happen. Like having that that buzz that you get when you have a crush on somebody new and you're like, I wonder what this is going to turn into. And you also know time is limited because like when this is over, they're getting on a bus and they're driving away. And I have no idea if I'm ever going to see these people again. And at the end of the night, Uh, you know, they're off, they run off stage and they have to run to go get changed. And I remember, like, I could technically leave, like, I didn't have to be there anymore. I could get in my car and go, but I was like, kind of waiting around to see what would happen (laughs) when Lance, like, came out from the back. And I remember. Lance and Justin, everybody kind of coming out and saying goodbye and we hugged goodbye and they got all the way to the bus and I watched him walk onto the bus and I started to turn around. The bus started to take off and I started walking to my car and then all of a sudden I heard Danielle and I stopped and I turned around and it was Justin. (laughs) (laughs) Justin comes running up to me and he goes, Danielle, I need to get your number. And I was like, what? And he goes, it's for Lance. And I said, oh. Yeah okay, and I gave him my phone number, and he ran back onto the bus. And sure enough, like a couple days later, I had a missed call and a voicemail from Lance, and it was Lance, but Justin also screaming in the background about how nervous Lance was to be calling me. Oh my god, that's, <laughs> that's awesome! <funny.
3: laughs> and it took us an hour to write what I was going to say on your voicemail. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's so great! great. <laughs> <laughs> Is this too cheesy? No,
1: no. Wow. That's it was so awesome. It was so. It was great. I'd and watch then, that um,
0: movie. I'd watch that movie.
1: Totally yeah. watch that movie.
0: Yeah. It That's was great.
1: It was really great. And then it started like a whole year of us just talking on the phone. And Lance was always in some place new. And and that Christmas, I went to Mississippi and spent time with his family, and um, I got oh, to goodness. meet. Yeah, I got to meet his entire family there. Jeez. And then that following year, there were during our hiatus weeks, I would I would go on tour with them for a couple days at a time. I'd hop on the bus and and traveled with them a little bit. And then he went to my high school prom with me and then he broke up with me. Oh, I was was his favorite
3: instinct girlfriend.
1: Well, Danielle Robb, Chris's I girlfriend at the time, you, yes. we moved in together. So mm-hmm. I met Danielle, who was dating Chris Kirkpatrick at the time, and we right away kind of hit it off. I mean, when I first met her, I was like, she's a lot. She's a big personality, and her name was also Danielle. And so I remember, like, meeting the rest of the the guys as now Lance's girlfriend and being a little intimidated, and da- I remember Danielle being like, what? There's another Danielle the only Danielle. And I remember just being like, I just please, please don't <laughs> run over me. Um, but we very quickly bonded. And then when I moved out of my parents' house, like right after I turned 18, I moved in with Danielle. So um I was living with another in girlfriend. And then that May or June Lance and I went to prom and then he broke up with me and I was devastated. And I still had to live in a house with another girl who was still oh dating. My God, and, no. and it no. was, it it's was all, <laughs> it was it all still just like in my world. I had to know what they were doing and what they were up to. There was no escaping knowing what this, I mean, I really thought, I thought I was going to marry Lance. I had envisioned our future and, um, And then when he broke up with me, I was like, I couldn't escape it. And I kept, I held on to hope for way too long that Lance and I were going to get back together and get married and have a family. So just
0: curiously, Lance, why did you break up with her?
3: (laughs) Oh, she knows what she did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It turns out I'm not Lance's type. Yeah,
3: (laughs) it turns out I like other things. Um, Yeah, no, it's just, it's so crazy. And the reason that we wanted to make this prom story into a film um i think so many people can relate to that story where i think so many people in the lgbt community their prom night was the night that they're like oh wait a minute like this (laughs) this can't happen anymore wow i can't do this anymore and so that was this was the catalyst for me that uh that made me start to accept myself which took a long time after that but that was definitely the first little you know straw that broke
1: yeah
0: And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt,
1: and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off.
2: That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD.
0: Books, promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say
2: eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh... Visit ExpressPros.com today.
1: As a podcast focused on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead
2: air.
0: (laughs) That is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore.
1: Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner.
2: It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16 or college graduation, first steps or performing a Backstreet
0: Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history.
1: The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered.
0: Then you just send the box back, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S., and you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive, along with your originals.
2: I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box, and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media, and I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes
1: hold. Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized, and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift.
0: So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories.
1: Go to LegacyBox.com slash world
2: to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. It's time to connect
0: with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly.
1: That's LegacyBox.com slash world. So I want to go back to when you would come to Set to Visit, because you were actually only, I think you were only able to visit once or twice. Yeah, but I remember... Cool. I remember specifically one of the weeks you were able to come to visit was the week we were filming Corey and Topanga's wedding <laughs>
3: yeah. because
1: oh, I remember being around you in my at least veil, if not the wedding dress, and thinking like, I wonder what my wedding dress will look like when Lance and I are getting married.
3: <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, it didn't creep me out at all. No. <laughs> I wasn't. No pressure. to no. wrong with me in my wedding dress? Wow. I don't think it will wore- you wouldn't wear the wedding dress in front of me because no. you thought that was bad luck so, yeah, uh, exactly. I didn't you want you to down see down me. Bell, though, yeah. Wow. <laughs>
1: exactly. God. No, I don't think I was, I wasn't very, I wasn't vocally expressing these things. These were just things that were swirling around in my teenage mind, but I wasn't like, I wasn't scaring him. I was, I was trying to play it real You didn't cool.
0: think you were scaring him. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely scared
1: him. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, I remember
0: another time you, you visited it, you and, you and Justin visited and we, it had something to do with the premature baby Remember the whole storyline where they're like, it oh. was so we on rehearsal days, we just had this fake baby there. And of course, me being me, I would pick it up and do different voices with it. And like I stick cigarettes in its mouth. Like it was, t- it was so terrible. Disturbing. stuff. <laughs> it was. And I remember at one point you looked at me and you went, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right, because it was just so it's like what i do it's like what there's a prop here and i'm playing with it but it was just like this look of, of this horrified look of like what is your problem like what nothing this is just me
1: yeah. oh my god <laughs> yeah that's right it would have been around the time that we were filming that that storyline too okay here's a question i want to know maybe other people want to know too you guys did a guest appearance all of you on sabrina the teenage witch right
3: yes uh, i get that in Zoolander, I'd probably get the most of my career. Not in sync, oh. but you did Sabrina.
1: <laughs> Why did Why? you do Sabrina and not Boy Meets World?
3: Um, I don't know. Maybe they didn't want us to work together. I, I, don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Sabrina but, like,
1: was the higher rated show. Sabrina yeah, was, right.
2: was the hit show of TGIF at the time. We were the also yeah. rants at that point. It, it was also,
0: I bet you, a network note because we had so many boys on our show because they tried to launch the girl band on our show. Do you remember that?
2: That's oh, right. That's
0: right. So they, that's what, what was the they
2: did. Ba- nobody's Angel was the name of the band or something, something wow, like that. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something Angel. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. something yeah, like that. Name? Yeah. Nobody's Angel or Not an Angel or something like that. But they, yeah. where of course the episode is, Sean is in a random. Dive truck stop. Truck stop. And of course there's a girl band. Um so it was they tried I think it probably had something to do with that, where it was like, let's there's a lot of boys on Boy Meets World, let's put the NSYNC guys on the more female driven show and put the the girl band on the more boy driven show. It was always it was fun
3: to see which shows would want like the whole group to do something. Uh I think was it Touched by an Angel? We did that. We were we were homeless guys, but you know, a homeless boy band.
2: Wow. Uh, <laughs> what really? What? Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> with charlotte church i think she was also homeless somehow
2: wow uh, uh
3: yeah we did clueless i don't know why we were on that show and sabrina i think it was her birthday i yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i think melissa joan hart requested you guys i think she and you're right writer that they had a much more successful show yeah. and so yeah. if you were going to get booked on a tgif show mm-hmm. you want to go on the one that everybody's watching
2: oh
0: i'm gonna find that touch by an angel oh, oh yeah, yeah. man classic
2: All right. So, so my story of you guys visiting the set, I have this very clear memory. You guys came during an episode, the one episode direct directed by Mickey Dolenz. Of the Monkees. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I remember us having a conversation. uh, We were sitting by the craft service and I was talking to Justin and we were just, I was asking about, you know, what you guys were doing. And he said, yeah, well, you know, they've talked about us doing a TV show as a band, but I, I don't, I don't think we're going to do it. I think that's not a good idea. And Mickey Dolenz was right behind him eating no. a craft service. And I remember Mickey Dolenz interrupting our conversation, snacking on something and going, why not? Why wouldn't you do that? And I watched Justin look back, realize who it was, and have to backpedal desperately. Well, you know, we're just not really like acting's not really our, right. we're, we're not really, that might, because he was just, Trash talking the very idea of like a band being in a TV show, like that would just be stupid. Oh my! It was one of the, and I remember him realizing it, me realizing it, and all of us just having to be like, "Don't, don't, don't, don't insult Mickey. Don't don't make him feel bad." Well, yes, because for listeners
1: who don't know, the Monkees had a TV show. That's kind of that was their that's how they started. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. What are the odds that they would be there during that week that cuz Mickey Dolan's only directed that one episode.
2: Yeah, he was in a bunch of episodes but it was when he was directing and it was the with the B. The br- yes. it was yeah. one of the worst yes, the episodes. Episode one.
0: Oh, it was an awful episode. It was an awful episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Everyone yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. right. was. Do y'all have a favorite episode y'all have done together that y'all always talk mm. about like, "Oh my gosh, that was like the best episode we ever did."
1: Well, we yeah. always mention the Scream episode because it was the first time really all of us got to be in in a lot of scenes together. Because there was, uh, Will has mentioned many times, there's always the, there's like the two boy meets worlds. There was like the storyline that was Eric heavy and and his whole storyline, and then there was like Corey, Sean, and Topanga and Angela in in a separate storyline. And so we very rarely all got to work together. And that Scream episode was. One of the most fun for us, because it was just fun behind the scenes, and then individually we all have favorite episodes because they mean something to us personally. but i'm I think as we go along, we're gonna be surprised by how many more memories come up and other like new favorite episodes yeah I'm I, like, even noticing- I like the
0: episode where nobody's angels uh uh. <laughs> That, the girl band. I did have a really bring,
2: good time that episode. I they
1: remember. They were great. That was no, they were great. Fun.
0: It's just, it was one of those, such those storylines where it's like, of course you encounter a girl band in a stage at this well, time. Not only that, no but one of, of the,
2: one of the truckers in the truck stop was played by, um, an actor named Mickey. What was his yeah, last Mickey, name?
0: Yeah, Mickey, um, Mickey, uh, he's great. Gosh. Mickey,
2: um. He's a musician <sighs> and an actor. And, and, and he's he a was, great musician. He was a drummer for Bob Dylan for the yes. tour that Dylan went electric. And so I remember not only hanging out with the Nobody's Angels girls, but also hanging out with him and just geeking out about rock music. And he had so many good stories because he had been sober throughout the entire 60s and 70s when he played with all these legendary bands. Uh, but yeah, he was in the original, like the band, what became the band? He Mickey he was, Jones. Mickey Jones. Jones that's a, he's a great character actor. But yeah, everyone will know him immediately if you look him up. But yeah, so uh, I, that, no, that apparently episode. Apparently, he passed.
0: A I'm one. sorry to tell you, he passed away uh-huh. in, in 2018 at 76. Uh-huh. He oh, was in the man. movie Tin Cup with um, with Kevin Costner, and uh, oh. he was a great guy and a very good musician.
2: Yeah. Um, okay.
0: oh, that's uh, yeah, that's that's well not to bring down the whole room. There we go. Well oh. oh, thank
3: you. He missed the pandemic. So
0: that's positive. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're always looking for the positive side of stuff, Lance. I love that.
1: Um, so. Lance can we talk a little bit about I'm I'm, I'm I found this picture that I I just I didn't know if um oh, Ryder or Will had ever seen oh, one of our prom wow, pictures guys. but this look is our that. prom one of our prom did pictures you, that my mom took
3: It's a prom pose. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Love it.
1: And so yeah we'll post that picture on our no, and uh, look, Pod no meets hover handle on that one. No, you are actually <laughs> touching me. I can't believe it. The the one that the one that everyone knows he's got his hand just hovering over my back. He's not actually touching me. <laughs> oh <really? He's> being <laughs> It's respectful. really great. He's being yeah, respectful. He's, he's like, he's, like yeah. he's as close to me as he can get without actually I'm having also, to touch you me you have
3: to you leave room for jesus,
1: room for jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, man. Oh. um lance was how many did you go to many school dances like did you get to go to any of your own school dances or did instinct kind of make that impossible
3: Yeah. I mean, I went to dances, you know, like junior high and I think my freshman and sophomore years uh, of high school, I got to go to homecoming, but I never got to go to my prom, uh, which would have been so much fun. So I was so excited to go to your prom because that was, that was basically my prom too. uh, Although I didn't know anyone, Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, you know, it it was You guys must've been
2: rock stars at that prom. Was it a big deal? Were people like freaking out and taking photos and asking for autographs or what was it like?
1: It was kind of like that. And I'll actually let Lance answer it from his experience because I remember actually being like, I was mortified because I should have thought through it better that like right. bringing this was him your was, high school. Yeah. yeah, it was my high school. And I was no big deal at my high school. Like it was just not everyone has everyone. We were all the same students that I went to junior high school with. And now I was all the same kids in high yeah. school. And like, so they they were with me through all six, seven years of Boy Meets World. It wasn't like a big deal. And so in my mind, when I was bringing Lance, it was just going to be another kind of not a big deal. Like, it didn't register to me that, of course, bringing Lance was going to be a massive story in the school. And so mm-hmm. the night of prom, I remember feeling really bad for him because it did. It turned into basically, like, you know, or, we went oh, to an a appearance? pre... Yeah. We went to a pre-prom party the way you do. We go to somebody's house and everybody, you know, mothers are there taking pictures of kids and it's like a big group. Except the one we went to was like they had called all the entire neighborhood over and it wasn't just, you know, one parent there. It was like every parent. And I remember feeling really bad. So I'll let Lance, I actually don't know. I think I've had like cringe anxiety over just even asking him what he remembers about that part. Lance, what was that experience like for you?
3: It was the perfect '90s Disney Channel movie. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's,
2: my date with Lance Bass.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was, you know, I felt like I was playing a character. It's like you know Chase Smith from blah 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 comes in town. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, a. <laughs> it was fun. I had a you know got a kick out of it for sure because one I hadn't been to prom so I was excited to see what prom was all about. We did all those you know typical prom things. Uh, but of course, in the back of my mind, the whole entire night is what's going to happen when we, when we go to the hotel after this, because I know what oh. happened prom night at the hotel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. And because Lance and I had a we- very wonderful, very warm, loving relationship, but it was completely lacking of intimacy intimacy in the romantic sense yeah. um we were yeah. we shared yeah. uh, you know all of our feelings and we shared family stuff and we were very intimate emotionally but we were not physically intimate and so prom night oh,
3: we were a really great kissers
2: <laughs> so wait, you guys had booked a hotel room Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that is that totally typical? I know we did an episode yeah. of Boy yeah. Meets World where that that's oh, yeah. kind of intense. That's where
3: I think majority of girls in high school lose their virginity. Yes, God, really? I just
2: That God. seems so formulaic and pressure filled and. Awful, oh my God. Yeah, gosh. it's
1: usually like, it's, for some reason, it's the first night maybe that your parents ever let you spend the night out, like right. kind of as adults, you're graduating right. high school, You're maybe you're already 18 or close to 18. And so it's very stereotypical that you, you know, get a limo or whatever yeah. the car is that's taking you to prom. And then after prom, everybody goes back to like the same hotel and everybody has their own hotel rooms. And so Lance and I had a hotel room booked mm-hmm. and you know i had a vision for what that night was going to be and lance was very nervous about what my vision for that night was going to be and so yeah it is, that is really the night lance talks about as being like a thing where he you know he felt like he was hurting me by not being honest to himself or with anyone else about um you know what was going on in his life and so it was kind of the impetus for him to say I'm going to end our relationship. And sure enough, maybe within two weeks of prom, um, Lance called me and he just said, I just, I don't think this is working, you know, the distance and, and it was, um, you know.
3: Never around
1: yeah, it's just too hard. I never get to see you when I do. It's just for short, you know, times. And and here I mostly had been thinking we were making it work really well. It it was, you know, it, it was an answer that you give somebody when you don't really want to tell them the real reason why you're breaking up with them. And it didn't feel real to me. And so I felt like there was something I was missing. Like, is there somebody else? Um, And yeah, I was devastated. And I remember calling my mom. My mom was the first person I called. And I told her, you know, what was going on. And my parents loved Lance. Lance came when when Lance and I first started dating, which meant, you know, talking on the phone incessantly when we first met. Um, and then Lance had some, I don't remember if they had, if you had work in LA or I think you had time off. And you said, for my time off, I'd love to come to LA and spend it with you. And I said, okay, great. And so I told my mom that Lance wanted to do that. And at first she was like, okay, well, he needs to stay in a hotel. He can't stay here. And I said, okay, you know, that's not a problem. And then I think the next day she said to me, you know, your dad and I talked about it and we, we've we actually changed our minds. As long as I know we can trust you and we can trust Lance that he will stay in his bedroom and you will stay in your bedroom. Lance spends so much of his time on the road. He's constantly in hotels. We don't want him to feel like he's just in another city on tour. We want him to feel like he's welcome in our family. So he's, we'd like for him to stay with us. And so I was really excited. So Lance came and stayed with my family for like four or five days. I respect and-
3: Those house rules.
1: Yes, there were (laughs) house rules. And your bedroom was downstairs and my bedroom was upstairs. And... During that, during that week, we went to a, our first real date out was to go to oh. a Celine Dion concert.
2: Wow. <laughs> oh God. just gets better and better. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And we went horseback <laughs> riding and Lance this. wore a collared shirt that had lep- a leopard print collar. Yes. Wow. In the nineties fashion. It was great. And I, oh. I have so many great pictures of us, but so my family loved Lance. <laughs> and, um, when Lance <laughs> broke up with me, I then called my mom and I told her I was in hysterics and my mom said, Danielle, can, you know, can I, can I just ask you a question? And I said, you know, sure. And she said, so you've been with Lance for almost a year. And I said, yes. And she said, you know, do you think there's any possibility that Lance might be gay? And I said, no, gosh, mom, just because he doesn't like me doesn't mean he's gay. It was like, to me, (laughs) I thought she was just trying to make me feel better. Of course. you know, like no, Danielle, maybe it's because he doesn't like any not and I was I just thought, "Oh my gosh, everybody's trying to make me feel better." Right. No, mom, that's not it. And then I hung up the phone from her and I was a little bit like, I wonder. <laughs> maybe, but it still didn't like really land until Lance told me himself, which was Do you remember what year that was, Lance? It would have I mean, I know it was at your Halloween party. Lance and I stayed friends, obviously. We're still yeah. we're actually I
3: mean, that had to have been 99 or 2000.
1: Yeah. yeah, well,
3: 2000?
1: yeah, I think it may have been October of 2000. Yeah. It was like so, a full year later. I yeah, have it was. a question.
0: I have a question, Lance. When you broke up with her, had you told yourself yet that you were gay?
3: <sighs> not really. Like, I, I knew it's just something that I just didn't want to think about. Um, but I had realized that, yes, I wasn't into girls. But it was also in my head that there's no way I would ever act on being gay. Like, you know, it's just like, this will just not be a part of my life. Um, right. But yeah, you you trick yourself into thinking that you're just always going to be in the closet, that you will meet someone that you can have a relationship with and you live that lie like so many people have to. Yeah. <sighs> Yikes. Yeah.
0: Jeez.
1: Yeah, man, what a time. Because, you know, I also, I was thinking about it that even for me when, because uh, other people said to me, you know, Danielle, Lance is gay before Lance did. And, and we're really trying to tell me like, you know, if you can't see it, that's what's going on. And I I just, it was such a thing back then. Like, you know, Lance was so private about it and other people were, they, they were, you were forced to be in the closet that even for me, someone to say to me like, well, what, you know, it's actually that he's gay. It was like, well, no, that's not possible. Because it, it wasn't as accepted. It wasn't as yeah. common. It just felt like everyone's just saying that to to make it me think it's not me. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I mean, what a, what a absolutely crazy time no, and it was i can't
3: even 3 years ago that's yeah. so crazy mm-hmm.
1: yeah but the 90s were also like there was a, it's it's so funny because it, the the same way we all know every like uh, we've all run into all the different actors of all the different 90s shows that we were either at abc events together or we were on red carpets together or we did crossover shows the same way like all the 90s actors kind of know each other it is very much the same in the pop community All the boy bands, all the pop artists know each other. And because of my time that I spent with Lance, I also know all of the boy bands and all of the pop artists from that time. And some of my favorite stories, like one of my favorite stories is when... I was going to do MTV Spring Break in Cancun and Lance and Sink were also there to do Spring Break and Lance and I were trying to coordinate it so that I like he was going to be there for one day and I wasn't supposed to be working there until like the next day but if I went early we could probably like he had a day off so we could spend actually like two or three days in Cancun together and then both work and then he'd leave to go to whatever he was doing next and I would stay and do my work and then go home and so we did I flew out there early to be with Lance and they ended up filming what they needed to film early and decided to take their extra days off and they were going to go do like another show somewhere else. And so then I was suddenly in Cancun alone. And, you know, I was like 17 years old and Lance was like, don't worry about it. The 98 Degrees guys are here. Let me introduce you to the 98 (laughs) Degrees guys. And sure enough, I then I then just hung. I was then just a part of the 98 Degrees crew for those (laughs) few days. And they were so kind and took such good care of me. And uh, yeah, so like
0: 98.1.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but oh
3: cancun i love didn't we do spring break in cancun when yes you,
1: that's the that's the time i'm oh, talking that's about the
3: exact same time oh that's right we did it I, I thought that was a vacation i guess it wasn't a vacation
1: well you were supposed to have time you were supposed to have time off and then yeah. it ended up being you know their schedule would always change they'd have like a day to do something and then it'd be like you know what we're actually gonna fit in some work and they're gonna fly him over here and um and so he very rarely had time off but anyway i i, wow. I love thinking about those times like whenever Whenever we run into somebody my husband's always like how do you know them and I'm like oh of course what do you mean of course I know LFO of course I know the 98 degrees guys like we we were all a big family and there's they're all they're all amazing people like they all have great personalities they're all incredibly sweet and there's like not insane competition they're all really supportive and helpful of each other it's really very nice well
0: we see them at the conventions they always hang out and my favorite so I've become friends with Joey but every time I see him I just turn around and I just hear what's up Yep.
3: <laughs>
0: so, <I feel> <laughs> that's that's just that's just
3: his universal greeting for me every uh-huh. single time Yeah, not so, uh... changed one bit since the day i met him
1: <laughs> <laughs> he is the most consistent person He's you'll great. ever meet
0: Now, wait, Lance, I have one quick question for you, because in the music industry, I know that like even back in the day, like Andy Gibb, who was the biggest thing in the world, was married, but they had to keep it hushed up. Mm -hmm. Was it the kind of thing where you were not allowed to talk about that you were dating? You were like always supposed to be, quote unquote, available to all the fans. Was that a thing still?
3: Uh, It was. Yeah. At that time, that was definitely the message I was getting um, from lou Proman, my management the record label um they would disguise it in a way if they knew that i was gay they wouldn't say hey if you're gay don't come you know whatever right uh, but they would always disguise it like well you know people look up to you so you can't have a cigarette in your hand you can't be seen with a right. drink you can't be seen with a girlfriend um so you know they were kind of laying down the law for us so i knew uh being out gay was definitely not a, you know gonna be a right.
0: <laughs> well yeah if a cigarette was gonna do it yeah it's like <laughs>
3: From smoking cigarettes to smoking pole. is not. <laughs> Lance, it's do you remember in the '90s? Yeah.
1: Do you remember then the conversation? Because it was a big deal for me when Lance kind of quote-unquote announced our relationship on Jay Leno, right? Oh
3: is that where it was? It was
1: Leno. Leno, And it was, um, you knew the question was coming and the the conversation had happened with Johnny and the decision was made that you were going to say that, yes, I was your girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And do you remember, was that conversation, was I, was I allowed to be your girlfriend at that time? Because it was kind of hard to deny that something was going on between us because I was also recognizable. So like, is that what happened?
3: Yeah, because I mean, the fans knew, you know. Yeah. What? Remember when Justin and Brittany first started dating? You know, it's like the fans know, and then at some point, you can't insult their intelligence anymore, and you can't just <laughs> pretend and pretend. So at some point, you have to, you know, come clean. And it was just the time because, you know, I knew this was gonna last. It was, it was, Aww. it was, you know, this was the one.
1: <laughs> this was the one. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I remember that conversation because I remember it was actually one of the first times that I met the other guy's girlfriends backstage. And I remember feeling a little guilty, too, because I knew that that conversation, that that question was going to come up and that Lance was going to be allowed to say that, yes, I was his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And um, and yet all of the other girlfriends were backstage and were not allowed to be talked about. I like, know.
3: And then, I, and then remember the drive myself a crazy video. Yep. You know, I originally wanted you to play my love interest in that because all the other guys, all the loved-
1: other girlfriends did get to be in the in the video. <laughs> in
3: video. But I remember oh, where, uh, it was a big deal. Like, should you do it or not? And then we went with like, no, it would cause too much of a controversy or something. I don't know. It I was, think I
1: think it was, it was, they didn't want, again, they didn't want now my recognizability to take people out of the emotion of watching the video. Mm-hmm. Like, because the other, I don't know. It, I do remember. I remember it being a big back and forth about whether or not. And I was so bummed. I was there and watching everybody film it. And I was like just taking pictures of everyone. And I wasn't, I didn't get to play Lance's girlfriend no. <laughs> in the video, but the, all the other guys' girlfriends you think, did get to play them. When you girlfriend. sing
3: videos, you think of emotions. You yes. know, Like that, that takes <laughs> that out of all of our things. <laughs> music
1: videos
2: always <laughs> just, very deep. There's so much image management going on. Like it, it's crazy. I mean, like I feel very lucky in a lot yeah, of ways as an actor. That. We did not. No. I mean, I, yeah, no, not to that to that extent. It I mean, also, it really it seems was so
3: much easier back then because you know you could stay hidden. There was no social media. No one had a camera, right. and so whatever story you told the public, they just had to believe. You know, unless they right. someone, you know, printed some stupid thing. Uh, there was no proof. Now you got proof every step of the way. So you can't hide yourself. So I think that's why so many people are able to come out sooner and, you know, and live their real life because uh, authenticity is key and everyone can see right through it.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're right. It, it, now there's so many more opportunities for people to to call you out for being inauthentic. Whereas back then, everything yeah. was very controlled. You had your public appearance and then you left. And the only people who really got to see you in those public appearances were the people that were at the concert. Like I remember going to NSYNC concerts and for a while I was wearing a wig. Like I would wear a short wig so that people wouldn't recognize that it was me there to see Lance. And then it was like, well, it's only these people in this arena who are going to know they're not going on Twitter to say yeah. that they saw me there. And yeah, it was. It was, I mean, the the image management was just insane. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media?
2: But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what what, what else was your mom doing?
0: Uh, My mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while...
1: And with 25%
0: off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma.
1: Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S
2: dot com promo code WORLD. Books, promo code WORLD.
0: You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it.
2: Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh...
0: Visit ExpressPros.com today. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers.
1: Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving.
2: With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit.
1: That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around.
0: Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks.
2: So, make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today.
1: We got you, baby. Now, Lance, I have a, a like, fictitious world question. So, if you guys had to go on the road now, as in sync, but you were going to have somebody fill in for Justin, kind of like the way John Mayer is now in The Grateful Dead, yeah. uh-huh. who who do you think you would choose... To, to be in that role?
3: Oh, I know exactly who it would be. Because he is really great with harmonies. No, A lot of people don't know that he came from his college. He studied music and amazing with harmonies. Uh, Darren Chris,
0: Oh. <laughs> I've known Darren for years. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. And yeah, like, Darren's he, a great guy. He
3: loves boy bands. He's yep. from that era like that. Yep. I mean, he would just be the perfect fit with us,
1: yeah. Ooh, that's a great one. Can I make a suggestion? I, somebody I'd like to see?
3: uh uh-huh. T-Pain t-pain yes <laughs> okay
1: i want t-pain to go on the road
3: with Sync. i mean that would be i mean i'm down i'm so down <laughs> okay like, you know i don't know I, is he good with harmonies
1: you know i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know i'll ask him. who know. i don't know <laughs> yeah, I don't hold know. on let me let me let me just ask <laughs> oh, I forget.
3: people don't have to sing anymore so yeah i guess it doesn't matter <laughs> wow
1: so, I mean, okay, now Lance is married, happily married to Michael. Yay. Please tell me a little bit about your husband, your babies. You guys are dads to two twins. Um, how old are they now? Give, give us a little background on your personal life. All right,
3: so they were born October 13th. So they're coming up on 10 months now. And I mean, how quickly this goes. Everyone says it, they're like, you just it will fly by and it is going so quickly. Uh, like I say, the days are long, but you know, the uh, the days are long, but the nights are like tch, tch, like real short. <laughs> um, and thank God they sleep throughout the night now. That is the best oh. thing ever. Um, but yeah, they've just been incredible. We've had such sweet little babies. They they let us sleep. Uh, they don't make too much noise, which is nice.
1: <laughs> they're, quiet <babies. laughs> they're quiet babies. They they're wearing the adorable head shaped helmets currently, aren't they? Yes,
3: they are. They have two more weeks with their little helmets, um, and they have decals on like. My son's has Marvel all over it. And then my girl <laughs> yes. finally just got done yesterday. She has two weeks left in it and they just got done, but she's like an Amelia Earhart. Um, oh, like thing. Nice. Oh, and here's, this is Alexander. Oh, oh, hi. oh wow. <laughs> I heard, I heard right now.
1: Hi buddy. So Lance's kids are about ex- like almost exactly a month younger than my baby Keaton. And, We went to Lance's house, Lance and Michael's house for a Memorial Day barbecue. And I got to hold the babies. And I have a picture of me holding Alexander in one arm and holding Keaton in the other. And Alexander, a month younger than Keaton, is easily twice the size of Keaton. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea why Keaton is so small. Like weight wise, he's in like the eighth percentile or something. And Alexander is just sitting next to him. He's got these gorgeous Thick chunky little thighs. And Keaton's like eh. <laughs> it is.
3: You know, he is a big boy. His and his sister has like the littlest hand, and the littlest feet, and he's just has these huge football player hands. Yeah. <laughs> they're,
1: they're so yeah. sweet, but it was they're really so fun to very, have.
3: It's like Samoan about him. I just like he looks Samoan to me. So I think he's gonna be a very like rock big <laughs> solid. <laughs>
1: A solid kid. Yeah. Wait till, like Ryder said, wait till they start like pulling up and walking. Uh, Keaton is about to start walking. He has been, um, he's been using his walker and running around the house with his walker. And I think any day now he's going to let go of that thing and just take off. And, um, now I'm I'm looking at this gorgeous table behind you, and it looks very sharp and pointy, and like you have beautiful things on it.
3: There's all these bumpers over it. See, are the there bumpers. are there bumpers? Oh, okay, you put the there. bumpers on. Yeah, the Black bumpers, mm-hmm. and yep. they don't. They're not allowed to go in this room because okay, yeah, it's just it's a very hazardous my my whole house is very angular.
2: Mm. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Death the- traps everywhere. Exactly. It's the pointy we house. Had the,
3: we had the baby proofers come over and uh, about five days ago. And so the whole house is completely right. baby proof, but they're like stuck in this certain area. Um, this new room that we built, we thought was going to be just a part of our living room. No, it's now the kid's room. and Baby is- room. Yeah. That's what happens.
1: <laughs> yep, every area starts to get taken over.
3: So, God, and they're expensive, and you don't
0: sleep
1: selling it. That's yeah, great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't you want some? Oh man. <laughs> well, Will's daughter, stepdaughter, is um, uh, is getting married. So she's getting
0: married. Yeah, she's thirty. Talk about it
1: going fast.
0: I always tell I always tell people uh, being a parent's the easiest thing in the world. My kid came with her own apartment in a four hundred one k. I mean, come on, <laughs> simple, simple being a parent.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, Lance, what do you have going on work-wise? Where, like what, I know you, you have a whole production empire. You're producing things. You are just, you have a Rocco's nightclub. Um, tell yeah. us, some, and you guys do 90s nights, right?
3: We do. Well, on Fridays, we do our flashback Fridays. So we okay. you know, bring in the 90s, 2000s music, uh, which is so fun, especially for people our generation that yeah miss going out and actually dancing on a dance floor. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what we wanted to recreate. And it's been great. You know, it's Lance, always- I want
1: to, I want to pitch to you my idea that I had okay. the other day. Yeah. I want to do, I want to do a parents night, but a parents night for parents like me, which is I am not cool enough to stay up until 10 or 11 o'clock to go to a club. What if we did a a nightclub from like six to 10, okay? 6 p.m., (laughs) you have hors d'oeuvres, you play great music, the music we want to hear, but also you throw in the songs that the kids are super into. Like for example... Adler just recently really got into zombies. And so I'm listening to zombies Disney Channel music all the time. And I love it. Even when Adler's not in the car. The music is incredible. Are you kidding me with the song? Bam. That song is a bop. I want to hear the 90s music from my time, but from the hours of 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. with a little bit of my kids music that I actually like and enjoy thrown in.
0: It's a
3: dusk club. Not I'm a nightclub.
1: Correct. <laughs> Thank you very much. I like it.
3: I think seven to ten is probably going to be more. Artsy <laughs> okay. Four hours. Four hours. Okay. Uh, I think that's great because the club don't even get start going until ten thirty eleven. So that's what I said. Just, you guys are having wasted brown.
1: hours, but yeah. for for people like me, I want to be able like I can go to I can go to the Dust Club from seven to nine and still be asleep by ten p.m. But I've had a great time. I've danced. I've listened to the stuff I really like. So anyway, that's my for formal kids. Pits. I was going to say you throw a in gummies. a bad
0: cheeseburger and fries for Danielle, and she's just <laughs> mentioned her greatest night ever. <laughs> Best night of my life.
3: <laughs> anyway, it's well. your prom night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You know, some of us
0: didn't even get to go to prom, so you guys still had an awesome prom. It's Uh, I couldn't. I was home. I just couldn't get a date, so I literally (laughs) didn't go to my prom. Uh, Ryder, did you go to any of your dances? That is true. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, um, we didn't have dances. I went to you know a tiny, tiny school. I graduated a class of twelve. So, Yeah. (laughs) uh, yeah, no, we didn't have a prom at all. But I did go to eighth grade dances, like seventh and eighth grade. I I did go to dances in in the local public school because I I had a girlfriend who went to those, so I went to those. um, Those were the best. That was kind of enough for me. Yeah,
0: Stairway (laughs) to Heaven would start, and it would be this great slow dance until the fast part of the song started. Then you didn't
2: know what to do. So you're like, Stairway to Heaven. That's like seventies. No, I'm trying to think What, what it was. It was like this would have been. I remember
3: it always would end with more than words.
2: Of course. Yes. Extreme, that's more of my, Extreme that's more could the close down a club, about. my friend. Yes. Extreme
0: could close down a dance. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> or I everything that. I do, I do it for you. That, oh, that those yeah. Were, yeah, that was more of the early 90s. It um, still had yeah, stairway to yeah.
0: heaven. It still played at school dances all the time. It's like the, the quintessential dance song. And then it's like the, the guitar starts, and you're like, no, I don't know what to do. In Connecticut,
2: yeah. where they're still using fax okay. machines, are we
0: doing
1: and... this again? Are we doing yeah. this again? God.
0: By the way, I want to take this moment to thank Lance for coming up with the Pod Meets World idea. Oh man, um,
1: we're so happy he came up with this idea because it, it's really, it's really made us all closer. And yeah, you know, he doesn't get enough credit for bringing up this idea. He doesn't. Yeah, thank really you. Doesn't. Well, Lance, I want to thank you for being here with us. Thank you for taking this time. And I I also want to thank you and say to everybody that, like, while Lance and I met and I thought he was the one true love of my life and that I thought I was going to marry him, um, the biggest, like, and most amazing takeaway for me from our relationship is that Lance is still one of the greatest is a great love of my life. It, it It is not a romantic love and it never was a romantic love. I thought I, I had hopes for it to be, but it was not. But like, it didn't matter that, that, um, Lance was gay and that I was not going to end up marrying him. Like we have maintained a friendship through all these years. And of course there have been times like even with Ryder and Will with us, there have been times where we've gone a year or two without speaking or seeing each other and you fall in and out of each other's lives as things go on. But like every time you come back together, it's like no time has passed. And Lance is forever one of those people for me. And he is like one of my most cherished, cherished friends and a cherished person in my life, the same way writer and will are. And yeah, I just, I want to thank you for being such a a wonderful person to me.
3: Oh, well ditto, my friend. It's a, you know, it's very rare that you meet people that, yeah, you can, you know, have that connection with that. You can go a couple of years, without even like seeing each other, but then just pick up right where you left off. And, you know, I have a handful of people like that in my life and you are definitely one of those. And, uh, I could not be happier that you're in my life. I love you.
1: Love you. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for joining us for this wonderful episode of Pod Meets World. We uh, uh, send us your thoughts about what you think about some of our pop culture episodes and what you want to hear more of and what you want to hear less of. You can write to us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. Make sure you follow us on Pod Meets World Show on Instagram. And Lance, where can we follow you?
3: Um, oh, yeah, uh, at Lance Bass. Instagram, TikTok's basically all I do these days. I'm kind of getting rid of most of it because. Good just for cool. you. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <too old now. laughs> Lance, you
1: have a very successful TikTok. You well, tic- go, you go <laughs> viral
3: all the time. Well, it's fun because on TikTok, it's like your own like TV network, right? So you get to entertain people, um, and there and there's just fun. And I don't see any negativity yet. Yeah. Um, that's what i said about tick that's what i said about twitter years ago i'm like oh it's so positive um <laughs> <Such a supportive> <laughs> <group>. <laughs> i didn't think everybody was so reasonable but this yeah. is amazing great uh so hopefully tiktok will stay that way in my feed and uh i'll actually enjoy it and not have to get rid of it but yeah Wait, it's, it's a lot of fun
1: do you come up with all your own tiktoks idea what what are your like do you have people who help you come up with some of your like genius <laughs> social media stuff or is it all you
3: It's just whatever naturally fits. The good thing about TikTok is the trend's already there most of the time. So it's just trying to remake this trend. So they make it easy for you.
1: (laughs) I need to get into that because I don't like what you just said. I know that there are TikTok trends, but I I don't even know where to find them. So can you give me a TikTok tutorial? I'm
3: going to give you a tutorial. You're going to come over with the kids. We're going to swim. I'm going to make your first TikTok.
1: Okay, perfect. I love I love that idea. I already have TikToks. I have I have I have some out there, but you can make my first trending one. Gonna make them TikToks, better. Okay, yeah, you're going to make I mean, them better. Thank you.
3: How you I don't even see yours. Hold up. Oh, okay. wow. babies and social Fisho media. Eight.
1: Please please
0: yeah, please please <laughs> and, please bring me to that, the babies and the social media day. That sounds yeah, yeah, that
1: sounds like Wills perfect <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for being here with us. Uh, and we will see y'all next time.
3: All right. So good to see y'all.
1: Thanks, Lance. Lance. Bye, Lance. Bye. Well, that was really fun to have him come on the show. I um I did not know that story writer about Mickey Dolans being behind him talking about the TV show. Oh, that's awesome. It was
2: one of those legendary moments, like where he realized it and I realized it. And it was like, oh God. Because, you know, it's hard to, you know, it's it's so um. You know, we've talked maybe a little bit about this, but, like, the distinction between being a TV actor and a movie actor, and, like, at the time, the idea of a band doing a TV show just seemed kind of cheesy, or, like, you know, small potatoes for somebody like NSYNC, who were huge at the time. Uh, But, of course, back in Mickey's day, like, they were a band created for for a Four. TV show. And, and their TV show had been such a massive hit. It was like- They were bigger than identity. the Beatles. They were yeah.
0: literally for two years, bigger than the Beatles, right. the Monkees. And yet, yeah.
2: you know, I think for from Justin's perspective, who obviously went on to become a movie actor, and, you know, the idea of like being on a TV show at, with his band was just so cheesy and ridiculous. Yeah. But then he turns around and like the one person you can't express that sentiment to is right there.
1: Oh, so great. that's hilarious yeah i i spent a lot of time with justin and lance because like i said you know very similarly even to our show you kind of get sectioned off based on who you're closest in age to because there's a big difference in age when you're that young you know 11 to 13 the differences there are huge were the
2: other guys like already in their 20s
1: they were yeah i mean yeah chris is the oldest right chris is the oldest and he's like 10 years older than Justin and Lance, Uh, 10 or 11 years older. And I think JC is at least three years older and Joey's four or five years older. So like they were definitely, and it's not that I didn't spend time with them too. They also, they also spent a lot of time as a, as a group. And I got to be a part of that, but the two of them were very close. And, um, and so I spent a lot of time with the two of them and they, they were, I mean, still to this day, Justin is one of the funniest people I've, ever spent time around in my entire life. He is laugh-out-loud funny. Just a There's crazy There's so term. few of us. I, <laughs> I'm so lucky to, to know the laugh-out-loud funny people like Will Friedle, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> but the
0: thing that I loved about the NSYNC guys, and, and this is something that um, you obviously know a lot better than I do, but they seem to genuinely like each other. And that's something where it was like us doing the show I mean that mm-hmm. matters that's so sort of yes. you you can tell when the chemistry is there and you never know when you're putting people you're putting a cast together you're putting a band together you never know when the chemistry is going to work and when it doesn't yeah and all those NSync guys when they got together you could tell they genuinely enjoyed making art together spending time together traveling together I mean you're a family instantly Yep. Yeah. um yeah. and that makes uh, makes a huge difference so it, that was cool every time you saw them together it was like oh they they like each other. Yeah. Like they genuinely like each other. Yeah, that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. I
1: know it is. It's, it, 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 the, it is a perfect, it, our show is a perfect representation of that in the TV form. We, we genuinely enjoyed each other yeah. and what we were doing. And, and I think it comes across. I mean, people talk about that with our podcast, which I'm really happy to see people can tell that we are, you know, we genuinely love each other and we're supportive of each other. And we also rib each other, which is really fun. It's part of the love. Yeah. Well, I love you guys. Love we've only been doing this for. We've only been recording for three and a half hours today. Are you sure you oh. don't want it? Should we jump into that other podcast idea, right? Let's or just do it. Idea. All right. I
0: love it. Let's go. So we we open on the giraffe. Here we
1: go. <laughs> <laughs> that penguin sure is smelly. All right. Thanks for wow. being here. We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart
2: podcast produced and hosted by Daniel Fischel, Wilfredell, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers, Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbach. Producer, Lorraine Vurez. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. Follow us on Instagram at podmeetsworldshow or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers.
1: Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies.
2: Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit.
1: That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around.
0: Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to
2: 12-hour protection against leaks. So, make the switch to Huggy's Little Movers today. We got
1: you, baby. When it comes to Pod Meet's World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago. And loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5.
0: With up to 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most
2: teched-out electric vehicles ever.
1: Call 562 314 4603 for complete details. 2024 IONIQ 5 Rear Wheel Drive has an EPA estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only.
2: With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash
1: rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need.